Greetings, wonderful children. Welcome to part two of the story of Myra and the Online School. Now, I unfortunately have a slight gap in recorded stories here, and so I need to fill you in real quickly on what happens next. Myra and Tweety head down to the cafeteria where they run into Myra's sister, who tells them all about the wonders of the cafeteria cinnamon rolls. Unfortunately, they're all out of cinnamon rolls, and so Myra goes to talk to the cook, a strangely gruff woman who sets Myra to work cracking eggs if she wants more cinnamon rolls. Myra cracks and cracks and cracks those eggs, until when she's only halfway through, Cook pulls more cinnamon rolls out of the oven. But wait, says Myra, why did I have to crack all these eggs? Cook shrugged and says, I needed them cracked, and then sends Myra out with some fresh cinnamon rolls, which are every bit as good as her sister says. After that, she and Tweety go and get their class supplies, which for Myra's sneaker class includes her practice daggers and her lockpicks. When they return to their dorm, they find a note from their professor, Professor Tad, slipped under their door with a lock for each of them, assigning them to pick the lock as their homework for the night. Myra doesn't have much luck at first picking the lock. Tweety suggests that they take a break and go for a walk. Night has already fallen at this point, and as they walk across the campus, they notice the figure of someone disappearing into the woods that surround the school. Intrigued, Myra and Tweety follow, but they lose their way in the woods and instead happen across a strange clearing, where in the dark it would appear that a large herd of deer appear to be having some sort of church service. Myra and Tweety are both bewildered at the idea of deer church. After the surface is over, Myra decides that she's had enough strangeness for the evening and is ready to go back to her dorm and try to pick the lock again. On their way back, they hear some strange noises and follow them to find one of their fellow students, a Green Line student named Willow, who has been captured by giant spiders and is cocooned up in a tree. Together, Tweety and Myra free Willow and help her out of the forest. Myra returns to her dorm and successfully picks the lock. The next day, Professor Tad introduces them to sneaker classes, and Myra is introduced to the other members of her class, Antoine, who she had met on the first day, and Chelsea. Together, they solve Professor Tad's pop quiz on lockpicking. In exchange, she gives them certificates to go to the cafeteria and get some of those amazing cinnamon rolls. Now, with that very long introduction, we return to part two of Myra and the online school. I hope you enjoy it. Myra got certificates along with Antoine and... Why is her name slipping Chelsea. Mind? Chelsea, thank you. Along with Antoine and Chelsea. By the time they got there, Myra had already regaled them with tales of how wonderful the cinnamon rolls were. To the point where she was almost a little worried that it might be sort of uh, anticlimactic when they actually tried the cinnamon rolls, but she need not have worried. Myra tapped on the door to the kitchen. Cook opened it up, glared at them, and said, What? But as she was saying it, Myra could hear Antoine and Chelsea next to her going, Ooh. Myra smiled her best smile. Hi, she said. 
Remember me? I cracked eggs yesterday. What do you want? Said Cook. Well, said Myra, I was kind. We did well in our class, and Professor Tad gave us these. Humph, said Cook, snatching them. Professor thinks he can just go handing out my cinnamon rolls left and right just because you do well in class. What does he think school's all about, anyway? Well, said Antoine, doing well in class? Maybe, said Cook. Or maybe it's about my cinnamon rolls. Come on. She turned and led them into the kitchen and pulled the cinnamon rolls, steaming hot, fresh from the oven. You have, said Cook, remarkable timing. Thank you, said Chelsea. We tried. Cook handed each of them a cinnamon roll, and they enjoyed them immensely. Now then, said Antoine, as they were licking their fingers, what was it you were telling me us earlier of our breakfast about deer church? I'm not sure, said Myra. It might have been a dream. It was in the forest. Well, said Chelsea, we don't actually have anything we're assigned to do this afternoon. Why don't we go see if we can find the spot? All right, said Myra. I'm not 100% sure I can find it. You found it in the dark, didn't you, said Antoine? Well, Myra said, actually, it was Tweety who found it in the dark. I just sort of followed along. Well, it should be much easier to find it in the light, said Chelsea, and they headed into the forest. Myra was actually quite pleased to discover that she did not have too much trouble pinpointing the spot where they had left the path last night. And finding that spot, and being able to see the areas where the, uh, some grass was bent like someone had walked through it, reassured her that she wasn't just leading her classmates on a wild goose chase. So they proceeded on for a while, and after a few minutes they came to the clearing. This is it, said Myra. This is Deer Church. It just looks like a clearing to me, said Chelsea. Antoine began to walk around, staring at the ground. Well, he said, there have definitely been deer here, but... I don't see any pile of leaves, or... Well, it's not Deer Church right now, obviously. We have to come back at the right time. When's the right time, said Chelsea. I don't owe, said Myra. You don't owe, said Chelsea? But Myra was pointing. Both Antoine and Chelsea walked over and looked, following the direction of her finger. They could see, moving above the trees in the distance, the upper half of a simply enormous spider. Do you think it's like walking on top of the trees? Or do you think that its legs go all the way down to the bottom of the trees, to the ground? I don't, said Antoine, care. I don't want to find out. Let's go back to the dorm. Are you frightened of spiders, said Chelsea? Yes, said Antoine. When they are that big, I am frightened of them, and you should be too. So let's go. They turned and made their way back towards where the path was. They walked and walked farther 
and then walked farther. Myra said, I feel like we should have gotten back to the path by now. I think you're right, said Chelsea. They stopped. Well, should we try to retrace our steps? Let's just stand here and be quiet for a minute, said Myra. She stood there and listened and tried to orient herself. And she heard the sound of someone or something moving. Do you hear that? She said. Yeah, said Antoine. It doesn't sound like a spider, so I say we go check it out. Let's sneak. So they did their best to be sneaky. And they weren't bad. They weren't great. But they weren't bad. They slipped along until they came upon another clearing. And there, in the clearing, her coppery red hair shining in the sun, there was Willow talking to ants. Myra stepped out. Are you trying to get eaten by a giant spider? She said. Hello to you too, said Willow. I hear I have you all to thank for my rescue. Why are you back in the woods already? I'm a green line student, said Willow. I have to go into the woods. I just have to do a better job of noticing when spiders are around. Besides, she said, I bought this in a student bookstore. She pulled back her cloak to reveal a can labeled in bright fluorescent colors, spider repellent. Does it work? said Antoine with clear interest. Well, said Willow with a shrug, it worked on the spider that lives in the corner of my dorm room. But whether it works on a spider big enough to carry me off, I don't know. Um, none have carried me off so far, so working so far. So what are you all doing out here? We're looking at Deer Church, said Chelsea, at the same time that Antoine said, we're lost. You're lost, said Willow. How can you be lost? The path's just right there, she said, pointing about 90 degrees across the clearing from where they'd come in. Well, said Myra brightly, we're not lost anymore. Thank you. Um, are you ready to head out, or are you going to stay here for a while? No, said Willow. I'm going to stay here for a bit. Uh, I think I'm having a breakthrough with talking to ants, and wouldn't wouldn't want to mess it up now. Say, said Chelsea, you wouldn't happen to know anything about Deer Church, would you? Willow frowned. Deer Church, she said. What's Deer Church? Deer don't have church. Um, said Myra. I'm pretty sure they do. We haven't covered it in class. Well, said Myra, maybe it's an advanced topic. Anyway, we'll see you. And they headed back to the path, back to their dorms. When they got there, Myra discovered she had a note on her door from Professor Tad instructing her that tonight she needed to master picking a lock while hanging upside down. <laughs> she sighed and decided that that sounded like something that was probably better done before dinner. And so she got out her lockpicks and started to look for some place to hang from her knees. And that is the story for tonight. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show 
but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.